0: So in case you missed it, on the last episode of Brown Coffee Black Tea, Ty and I shared all the random things. Now don't ask me what was said, because I truly don't remember, but it was funny. Sometimes you just need to say whatever's on your mind and laugh a little. Now get ready for this week's episode, let the girlfriend's chit-chat begin. Wake up, wake up, brown
1: coffee.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Brown Coffee, Black Tea. It's your girl, Ty. <laughs> and it's your girl, Sabria, checking in. And today, we have a very special guest. Y'all know we're always talking about our two friends, our closest friends. And so now we finally have them here. They always call themselves society. The side chicks. <laughs> We don't. Y'all do. Y'all do. <laughs> we're just happy to be here. Finally. Okay, oh so introduce gosh. yourself.
1: I'm Whitney, um, if you don't know, I'm the youngest of the group, but um, <laughs> yeah, here I am, finally here. I'm
3: happy to be here. Hey y'all, I'm Aisha, I'm probably the craziest of the group at times.
0: At times? You, y'all you tie. I think it goes back and forth between you yep. and you. Y'all, and y'all definitely to tie. To
3: anyways, my introduction, um, <laughs> <laughs> happy to be here to share just the love we have for each other. Um, live in Birmingham, like Whitney. So Whitney and I are in Birmingham. Oh yeah. Um, all went to UAB together and just became besties.
2: Period. Period. Pooh. So today we are chatting with our girlfriends about girlfriends <laughs> because y'all know it just came out on Netflix. What like a month or so ago? Not a month ago. And some of us rewatched it, um, mm-hmm. and we're kind of just what's the i'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know right now
3: <laughs> ty and i watched. we had
2: an assignment okay
3: we
0: had an assignment and i can admit and acknowledge this maybe a month ago i would say maybe three weeks ago we had an assignment to actually re-watch girlfriends so that we could have this discussion today
3: let's also insert that it was y'all's assignment for me and whitney
0: now I would just say, <laughs> if there's one thing about me, I don't really like homework. I never really did homework in
2: school. And so if it's one thing about me, I ain't gonna follow that. Right? <laughs> I had the intentions to do it,
0: but it didn't happen. So that's where we are. That's okay. But nonetheless.
2: Because we're still going to get into it. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, if any of y'all have watched Girlfriends recently as an adult, I'm pretty sure that y'all have, like, change some of the some of your thoughts from like when you were a kid watching girlfriends because i also mm-hmm. didn't realize how young we were when girlfriends was we on young. probably too
0: young to be watching it absolutely was <laughs> with my mama and definitely not understanding anything see my
2: anymore. grandma just used to let me watch upn and i just didn't <laughs> i was like i watched all the shows all of us all of them uh eve all, all of them yes. yeah. we watched it at dinner time as a family not dinner. <laughs> we had a we had a tv
3: on our bar in the kitchen in our really? old house and oh so yeah, I remember that. We turned on the TV. It was Family Feud. Oh wow! Some black show, girlfriends one on one. All of us insert, and then the news, and we went to bed. And <laughs> then family. So like that was, that's what went time. down in the Regan household.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. As I was watching it, I was like, you know, dang, I definitely feel different about some of the women on this show now that I've experienced some of the things that they've experienced. Mm-hmm. And I think the setting of the show is everyone is at the very end of their twenties or in their early. Because a big like, deal about when turn... Tony and Joan turned thirty. Yes. Okay. And then we find out that Maya was lying about her age the whole time. Was it Maya's Tony lying about her age? No, Tony did lie about her age. But remember when they Maya was lying. Yeah, because remember when they are talking about who's oldest, and they finally find out like twenty. She was, like 20, yeah, she was like twenty. Right yeah, she was like twenty five, or she was. She was like, I'm about to turn twenty seven, and she was like, they were like, girl, you were twenty seven like two years ago, and she <laughs> she was like, no, I was twenty five. I didn't want y'all to us to think I was fast. I had Jabari at sixteen and I yes. eighteen. So. Oh,
3: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So kind of in the phase of life that we are in now. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought it would be interesting for us to chat about some of these things. So I'm gonna give it to Aisha first. What are some of the things that came up to you or for you Mm -hmm. when you rewatched this show?
3: I think the thing that stands out to me the most is watching the show um, as a younger person. Tony and Jones' friendship didn't seem as bad of a friendship as it seems to me now. Mm-hmm. Like, ask me now, they were not good friends. They were not mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um. So I think I, the, the things that are similar are that they were girlfriends, they had good times together, mm-hmm. they, they had fun times, but they weren't really good friends mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Tony and John. I think we see that a lot with people that grow up together, mm-hmm. right? We see that in friendships, we see that in relationships, people that... You know, (laughs) (laughs) tiptoe. We see that in relationships with high school sweethearts, those types mm -hmm. of things, college sweethearts, whatever. And the reality is we grow through different things and sometimes require more and different things from people in our lives. So I think think that's the biggest thing that stands out to me. Um, Also, I think one thing that's kind of a funny note, I related to someone more as a younger person, yeah, and now I feel like I relate to different things about, different aspects of all of them, just depending mm-hmm. on kind of what part of my life we're talking about. So, when I was younger, I was like, I'm Joan, I am Joan, <laughs> I am Joan, right? Yeah. Joan was like the, kind of, in my mind, the leader of the group, Damn like, you. the mama, it together. Yeah, she had it all together. She was the lawyer, right? She had had a nice home. Mm -hmm. And I still relate to Joan in that sense because I'm definitely the planner of the group. I Mm -hmm. like holidays and all that good stuff. But there's other aspects of all of them that I relate to now as an adult.
1: Mm I have a question. What part of Lynn do you relate (laughs) to? Yes.
3: (laughs) So I don't know if we should say that on the podcast. Oh. Oh. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Yep. that's about it. All right. yep. That's about it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: so Whitney, what's up? Same question that I asked. In just thinking about girlfriends at this day and age, at this stage in your life, rewatching some of the episodes, what have been your takeaways?
1: Well, I'm also in the same boat as you. <laughs> okay, well, I thought I kind of kind of I know. rewatching.
3: Looking <laughs> on her after <laughs> exactly.
1: So rewatching, I did not re-reading on Wikipedia. Absolutely did <laughs> right. <laughs> but kind of picking back off of Aisha, like we sometimes you become friends out of convenience, mm-hmm. yes, and not truly because you want to, mm-hmm. and like friendships or any relationships require work, yeah. And so when you're just not, when you're just used to just like, oh, they're going to always do this for me. They're going to always be there. Mm. It's feel like it's more out of obligation rather than like, oh, I really want to like, yeah. mm -hmm. So it's like, you see that in any part of your life. Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest takeaway for me, especially with Tony and Joan, because I believe that, some point, Tony actually hit Joan. Yes, she did. I was like, wait oh, a wait. minute. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. It was yeah. when they came back from Jamaica or she slapped her.
2: Yeah. They so
3: were in Jamaica.
1: They were in Jamaica. Oh, and, yeah. And she slapped her. She slapped
2: her. I'm like, because mm-hmm. that's when Joan tells Tony Oh. I'm the one who uh, told
3: Greg. Greg. Ooh, About- Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Tony went off. And Tony off. went she, off. She's like, you ruined my you yeah. bitch and then when they came mm-hmm. back tony tried to sleep yeah no naked.
1: yeah because mm-hmm. joan found her in a compromising position yes i definitely read that off Wikipedia. A,
2: <laughs> <laughs> a compromising position <laughs> right but like you slapped me yeah
1: <laughs> i swear what do y'all
2: yeah i don't think
3: okay let's just let's ask that question could any could we ever come that, back from that? Like, if any of us slapped some uh, Ty, if we ever slapped you, we're not coming back.
0: <laughs> I just don't. I, okay. I don't have. I any. just don't see like within our friend group. I don't see how that would ever be a thing. I don't think it would get to that. It would you know? never get to that. I don't think it would ever get to that. unless you unless.
2: I mean, we, we got, got lost. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta be pissed. We gotta be pissed as fuck foul at each other.
0: Shit. Right. And I just. But the thing is that, like, we have to acknowledge is there are friend. I'm gonna use quotes. <laughs> friend groups, relationships that exist like that. Absolutely. In which they like even friend like girlfriends like fight each other or hit each other or get into it get call each other out of their names and.
1: And that is called
2: toxic. It's
1: toxic. <laughs> I mean, that's what we have, people. <laughs>
2: I think one thing that, like, both of y'all said is, like, grown-up relationships, friendships, whatever it is, do take work. And I think yeah. sometimes is that when you're coming from friendships out of convenience, yeah. you forget to, like, start to understand what people need mm-hmm. from you. Because what I needed from you before is not what I need from you now. Mm-hmm. Like, even Aisha, how we met, we were freshmen in college. What we needed from each other then mm-hmm. is totally different from what we need from each other now like we need each other in different ways and so i think when friendships are growing and they have been together for so long and they were maybe childhood to grown up or or childhood grown up well (laughs) childhood childhood grown up (laughs) y'all know what i mean or like even college to like true adulthood you know what i mean like i think sometimes people lose like oh we've been friends like this for so long I don't need anything else because we also get caught up in this oh this is my best friend and so like this is just what you do for a best friend and no because sometimes as your best friend they may not be the closest to you. They may not be the closest for to you. You might not be like we might come to each other even for mm-hmm. different things when mm-hmm. we need like, to talk to different people. So many things. It's so so, so many later. things. Yeah. <laughs> so we might come to each other for different things for different reasons. Or sometimes, and I think one thing that I love about our friendship that we do a good job of is that we understand sometimes when we don't have the capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I love you, but I don't, like I don't have the capacity right yeah. now which doesn't mean that I won't ever and sometimes I see in some friendships where people think like you my best friend you're supposed to always mm-hmm. have the capacity for me
0: mm-hmm.
2: And, mm-hmm. and the thing is is that we all as adults like no matter how life looks one day to the next day yeah. we're all going through our own shit and sometimes I just yeah. ain't got it right and I think one thing that's unique about us is we
3: don't hold each other like to in a negative way for that so like right if, Whoever's going through a rough patch, right? Like, we've all had our season, yeah. right? And maybe three of us are just going out to dinner or on the phone. And the other person's like, no, not today. Mm-hmm. We don't, like, hold that against you for a long period of time. Right. I think in other friendships, you'll see, oh, she acting funny. Mm. And it's like, well, <laughs> no, I just, I got <laughs> no one's that's... acting funny. Like, she should, maybe she's having a hard time. Have we checked on her to see if right. she's okay or him or whatever the friendship is? And we just always we always like regroup and come back from that, right? right. Like we don't we do we just never hold that against each other. And I think that's one thing that's unique about friendships that work. Yeah. I'm not talking about just our friendship, but friendships that work.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, I've I've never once said that I feel that way about either any of y'all. Yeah. Right? It's like, well, you know, they yeah. just having a hard time. You just right. Love it through
1: it, and mm-hmm. she'll come around when she wants to, or right. whatever. You know, giving each other grace. Okay. Yes. Because we don't
2: want that same grace. Because.
1: We all ain't gonna have like, hundred perfect
2: days. No, if we're gonna be friends for the rest of our lives, we just we not gonna have it all together all the time, mm-hmm. especially because we're yeah. stepping into that stage, marriage, and then we'll be having kids yeah. and building families. Like, it's just
0: really of the damn world. It's yeah, true. I'm over here. I feel like taking a bunch of notes now because <laughs> y'all have brought up so many good topics as it relates to friendships. I do want to go back just for a second and thinking about the idea of needs mm-hmm. and what we say we need from other people. I feel like we're also in this place in life in which we're really examining what we need for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's not something we're necessarily necessarily doing in college. Mm-hmm. Like I know mm-hmm. I was not in the place where I was like, oh, my needs are like, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Like I feel secure when I have X, Y, and Z in place. That is not a conversation I was having with myself. Right. But now I'm in the place of like, okay, you know, when do I feel safe? When do I feel like I'm thriving? What, what aspects of a relationship make me feel, you know, empowered, inspired, loved, whatever? Mm-hmm. And so I think it is interesting when we think about relationships now. And, you know, I even think about some people that I was friends with or felt very close to And when I look back on those relationships, I'm like... What was I getting? Actually, it wasn't that great. It was very (laughs) surface level. It was kind of toxic. (laughs) Or it was like, you know, Mm one-sided. Or I felt very drained. But in the moment, it's like, yeah, we're friends. We're going out. We're doing this and that. But it's not necessarily the case. So I think it's just really interesting. And I also will say, I feel like about our friendship is that we kind of like flex and feel and are like very connected emotionally and so we don't really have conversations in which it's like Aisha I need you to do mm-hmm. x y and z for me or like I need you to call me or I need you to check in or show up in this mm-hmm. way it's kind of like uh I haven't really talked to you in a while I probably need to call my girl yeah and make sure everything's okay or, like, we have not had a girl's trip or right. like a girl's outing in a long time, and we're probably overdue. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: cause I kid you not, it's been times when, like Whitney has texted me and she'll be like, hey girl, just wanted to check in on yes. you. And I'd be like, dang, I really didn't know how much I needed that. Yeah, yes. like, girl, yeah, girl, I've been going through it. I like, yeah, yes. I don't feel secure about myself. I feel like X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z, and I just yeah. be like, so I, I, I agree with you on that. Like, we do kind of feel each other emotionally, mm-hmm. where it's just like, Hmm, been feeling this energy lately. Yeah. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like an mm-hmm.
3: intuition we have with one another. Yes. yes.
1: That's true, but also I will say we are also not afraid to have those conversations. Like, hey, sure. hello. What do <laughs> ding, we like, ding, What yeah. do we actually need? Because sometimes we can go off feeling, but at the same we time we can't leave it up to assumption. Yeah, That's, yeah too. because we don't. Sometimes you don't know how you're walking, just like through the yeah. friendship. Like maybe I'm coming off too strong, so mm-hmm, for no mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. But it's because I'm stressed and all this other stuff, but y'all yeah. don't know that. Right. So just like sometimes we do have that conversation and sit down, like yo. Yeah. That is oh. very true. And intriguing. we always ask the question, right? Yeah. If someone
3: is coming off strong, or someone is being a little, a little short or spicy, we'll be like, "Are you okay?" Right? And yeah. that's it. And it's like that's open for you to answer however you want to yeah. answer. Yeah. It's not just like, "Well, whatever, girl, I'll leave you alone." You know, it's like, "Let me ask that question." Yeah. yeah.
2: Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Because, because you're not yourself. And right? sometimes yeah. we need that, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I know for me, sometimes I just be like. I'm going to handle this myself today. I don't want to call nobody because I don't want to, like, overburden nobody. And so sometimes I need, like, the opener to be like, you okay? And then I'm like, no. No, No, I'm I'm not not, actually.
0: And I think that's one thing that I also love. And you talked about it, like, the expectations that we set for each other and for friends and, like, who we expect them to be. And I feel like for us, we are just like, listen, sis, (laughs) ain't no boundaries, ain't no box, you boo who you want to be, and we'll adjust and we'll learn each other as we continue to grow. But I feel like a lot of times we get caught up in like, so-and-so is, you know, this way. She's like the star, like the Mm -hmm. it girl. She has this, this, and this, and that's just how she is, and we don't allow room for people to change and shift and mm-hmm. have many different forms.
2: Because mm-hmm. yeah. we expect them to be the same person they were when we met them. Yes. And that's just not the case. Yes. That's just not going to be the case. Which but we I...
0: expect for other people to provide us that room mm-hmm. to be whoever we want
2: to be. Okay. So I want to go back. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I want to know who you... Okay. Did we even ask answer who you most identify with? No. Or no. who you feel like you most identify with? So. Okay. So. Okay.
1: So, from a standpoint of me just being a child watching the show, yeah, I would say I identify with Tony mm-hmm. just because she was like fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and I still identify. Cause I'm fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say probably I'm a mix between Maya and Lynn, mm-hmm. which, only because like with Maya, she's like okay now. What you're doing is crazy right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you what you're doing is crazy I don't yes. understand it but at the same time Lynn gave people the space to like Something. you know what you I, I okay mm-hmm. something's off with you right now I'm gonna you I'm gonna let you, you fill that out right yeah and so it's just like it's mixed between them two mm-hmm. I think right mm-hmm. now yeah
2: okay um I think when I was younger I definitely jumped. Yeah. I was I was like I like and super smart, I make all, you know, as a kid, yeah. <laughs> thinking about her as a grown-up, I'm like, I make all A's. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the captain of my dance team. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, the president of this or whatever. So I felt very much Joan mm-hmm. re-watching as an adult. There are definitely some ways in which I still am Joan. I would probably have to say a mixture in between Joan and Maya, mm-hmm. I think. I be try- i was trying to like see if i related to lynn in any way i think one way i think i think, like I, we, think yeah. I think one way okay well i think we all relate to lynn and sometimes be so free way. anyway yeah. um but also i think the one the one thing that i relate to lynn is is that lynn like you said does allow people to be themselves. And I, pre- I don't touch that. Like, whoever you want to be, that's how I want you to show up around me because I want you to be genuine. Because if we're going to have a relationship I- of any kind, I need to know that you yeah. can be your authentic self around me and I'm not going to judge you for that. Mm-hmm. That being said, it also don't mean that I'm going to just be out here just, you know, friends with everybody and it's all cool and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It just means that I also allow the people the space to be themselves. Maya, in the sense of, like, I... Maybe not all the time, but, like, I don't... If you're going to come talk to me about something, it's just like, okay, we're going to talk about it once, and I'm going to hear you out, and I'm going I'm to let you get that out. But if you come talk to me about this 500 more times, mm-hmm. I'm telling you like it is, because there's nothing else that needs to be said. We've already said it. It's already done. Mm-hmm. Um, Joan, in the way that I still... Like, I feel like I'm pretty good in my uh, mm-hmm. personal life. There is a part of Joan... That while I was watching it, I was just like, hmm, I feel like I need to check myself on like relationships and how when I start to like meet somebody, I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, I like him so much. He's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and so watching that was kind of hard for me because I was just like me. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm not like You're not crazy. I'm right not now. crazy like her, but like just thinking about how I I get with that feels like you're pushing 30 and you got like your parents and stuff and like everybody just being like oh when are you gonna get married oh when are you gonna like whatever so like watching that part I was just like hmm but also I'm just a little more aware of myself than Joan was like Joan Mm -hmm. couldn't see these things in herself and I saw that that in myself in 2019 you know Mm -hmm. y'all know so I saw that in Mm -hmm. myself in 2019 with just being like okay let's 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 figure this out, Tony. I don't. I just don't think I'm Tony. Yeah. Oh, Sabrina, you think I'm Tony? I think you're Tony. I'm Tony. tony. I, got tony. I think tony. you're Tony
0: in the sense of like you want nice things, and you still have the expectation that like. Things should be a certain way, Yes. and you know my my house should look a certain way. And what I'm certain not going to do things in my life should look a certain oh, way. Oh yeah, you're right.
2: Because what I'm not going to do is exactly that's your key Yes,
0: that's your key
3: phrase. Right. What they're
2: not going to do and exactly. You're right. Exactly. That's that's it, though. Though. But in
0: terms of like the very just. Shallow surface level, superficial. Yeah, Yeah, that's
2: not you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Read me, get me together. Okay, I'm 25% of all of them. It's it's easy to relate to different parts of all of them. It is.
0: Sabria? So, let's see. I feel like off rip, I really relate to Lynn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just like the free spirited very welcoming, very forgiving and open type of person. But I also think I relate to Joan in the sense of like, I have plans and goals that I want to achieve. (laughs) And, you know, that's still a big focus. One thing I was also reading on Wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) about Joan's character is that, or I guess she's described as being like the mother of the group, Mm -hmm. but also the one that typically listens to everyone else's problems and Mm -hmm. takes them in but pushes her own problems to the back burner and I feel like I definitely relate to that I can't say as much now but I think throughout my life I was very much or have been very much that way like I will listen to anyone and talk to anyone and take it all in but if it came to stuff I was dealing with, I'd be like, okay, well, we're going to get to that right? Bit.
2: <laughs> and we would never get to it.
0: <laughs> and we would never get to it. So I think I definitely relate in that way. Um, as far as Maya, I think I admire Maya a lot. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm so much like her, but I admire the fact that she's just like, listen, girl, I'm just say how it is. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you take it how you want to. I think I'm that way mm-hmm. when I'm just like, this is a situation that just needs some real talk. Like when you fed up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Tony. I don't know.
0: Love my girl, but I don't really know how I'm like Tony. I can't see it.
2: Mm-mm. I don't see no Tony in you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't see no so. Tony in you. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. But Wow. Yeah. Okay, well. There's <laughs> that. So, going back to uh, allowing friendships to blossom, allowing friendships to change, I know something that me and Aisha really wanted to talk about was the dynamic of Tony and Jones' mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Because, again, when we were kids, I didn't really see nothing bad. wrong with it either. I was just like, they're just oh, they're arguing. just arguing, like, you know, whatever. And because I think I also think as kids, when I was a kid, I wasn't really afraid to argue with anybody. And at some point, I, like, started, like, not wanting to confront. Like, mm-hmm. I was, I became, like, a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want, if I could smooth it out, I was going to smooth it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I can remember, like, oh, I will argue with any of my friends then. So I'm looking at their relationship like it was just an argument. But now I'm looking at it and I'm just like. Y'all didn't really know each other. Y'all were childhood friends who went to college together and then who grew up together and didn't really recognize the places in which you had changed. But you also didn't hold your friends accountable in places when they harmed you, when they hurt your feelings. And so everything came to a head at some point because y'all didn't know each other anymore. Mm -hmm. And you were there for each other just for the simple fact of we've been best friends since we were nine. Yeah, yeah.
0: Go ahead. Yep, go and ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say you said something about not knowing. Well, of course, them not knowing each other and like how they had changed. Something that I feel like we have been talking about lately is, um, the idea of just like your internal versus external. And I feel like for them, they also didn't know themselves. Mm-hmm. When you are not sure of yourself, when you don't know yourself, when you have so many voids to fill. How you interact with others is going to be toxic and confusing and whatever it is, because it's just like, you don't have the awareness that you need to be a whole person. And so anything that anyone else does to you or you do for them, is just like, it's just going to be crazy. Right. And I feel like that's one thing that's probably impacted their relationship in the show. Just like you have two women who are very different, but also don't really know what they need. Yeah.
3: There is so much to unpack (laughs) with Tony and Jones, but the things that are on the top of my brain, um, a part of me feels like both of them were jealous about certain things about the other. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, Tony may have been a little jealous of Jones to what came off to her, her confidence, right? She has it all together. She's a lawyer. She has a nice house. Um, she's beautiful. Like she has great clothes, right? Like same things that she had, but those were things that she held as possessions. Like yeah. I'm fabulous, I Tony. I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I have clothes, and Joan never really held them in that way. It was more like friends, and like I can provide love to you, mm-hmm. and I also have these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Joan had a little bit more depth, in my opinion, than Tony did in the real, in the friendship. Mm-hmm. Another piece that I think about is they didn't give each other like the same grace.
0: Mm-hmm. For the
3: same thing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, t- so I, we'll, we'll, we'll skip to the, pretty much the end of Joan and Tony's relationship and friendship. When, when Joan got everything she wanted, mm-hmm. she had the restaurant, you know, she was now popular, she was mm-hmm. getting invited to things, all things that Tony had had mm-hmm. in the past. Now that's a problem that you have mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. because those are for me, those mm-hmm. are reserved for Ooh. me. Mm-hmm. right and now tony is now in this different space of mm-hmm. a husband that trying to work it out and a child and she's looking at joan like hold up girl now you're living the you life i once mm-hmm. had yeah. and while i do not agree at all with how joan acted during that time i i do think and this is one thing in the entire think disagree on a little bit to a certain extent is i don't think joan was necessarily wrong
1: can i intervene yes okay so, because I read the Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> let us break it down. Okay, so how was Joan acting? Like, what? What? Give me some of her characteristics yeah. that she was acting like. So, were something that I was okay with her doing, right? So there was a, there
3: was a scene where uh, I guess they had a little argument or whatever, and um, they're at Tony's house, and Tony's excited. Joan is there, and she's like, "You said you are going to hang out with me and the baby." Mm-hmm. And it had been three hours, and Joan's like, "Well, I did. Well, now I have something to do, right?" And Tony got mad at her for doing that. Oh. And you know, rewind three, four years ago, Tony would come by and say, "Hey, bye. I Gotta go do something fun." Call like, him by your own name, and, right? Calling Jabbar
0: Jaboogaboo, and all those different names. <laughs> Jabbering.
3: Yeah. And but then another incident where I felt Joan was wrong is when it really got to her head, and she was just saying hurtful things. Yes. Mm. That I don't don't yes. agree with, but like her just mm-hmm. living her life. Right. Yeah. I'm like. Tony girl, like,
2: you did worse things. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I thought... So that's what I'm saying, I think. So I thought we disagree, but we don't actually. Okay. We don't, because I also agree with that. I didn't necessarily... Because I remember you said that you were reading and it said that the fans didn't like her becoming the it girl. I disagree with that because I think we needed to see a space in which Joan, you know, got the things that she had wanted. Mm -hmm. Now again, did she act out of character like Mm -hmm. out of who she was yes but I also think that was coming from a place of her saying like I have been here for y'all for years years. I've Mm -hmm. done everything for y'all for years so for once I just wanted to be me and I think she didn't know how to communicate Mm -hmm. that to them so it did come out mean and hurtful but I too don't think that she was wrong they tried to paint her as wrong and I feel like depending on people and their friendships and thinking about when this show came out and you know we always talk about how fortunate we are as a generation to be doing this self-work a little earlier because mm-hmm. i think about people who are 10 20 years older than us and how they've been they are working on some of the stuff that we're working on mm-hmm. now so i think that times um when they may have been watching that they might have felt like Joan was wrong mm-hmm. but i didn't necessarily feel that she was wrong because she was finally being My able life. to like live her life and Mm -hmm. not have to like open her doors to your every beck and Mm -hmm. call whenever you needed her at three or four o'clock in the morning she was there and i agree like tony tony at that point was a bit jealous and she she also didn't know how to communicate with her friend like Mm -hmm. hey i need you because i also don't have my husband yes and i'm also going through a possible custody battle with him they didn't like Mm -hmm. know how to communicate with each other that like hey, I'm up right now and you're down right now mm-hmm. and I get that. And yeah. they also didn't know how to hold space for each other then. Because yes. yes. you can do both. Yes. You can yes. still live your life yes. and still be able to hold space for your friend yeah. with their ups and with the ups and downs of their life. And I don't think they knew how to do that.
3: There's an episode, I guess it was a party to celebrate Joan's mm-hmm. cover of being the new okay. in-girl for the restaurant or whatever. And she invited, I think she wanted to go with a guy, a man, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he ended up not being available so she invited Tony. Okay. And then... Tony mm-hmm. comes, and mm-hmm. she's excited to see her. She's like, we're going to have girls' night, yada, yada, yada. But then it comes out that she actually invited, insert name, man name here. And Tony's mm-hmm. like, you can see she's clearly hurt Because mm-hmm. she, yeah, she thought, yeah, she thought I was, you know, this is my girl. I want to celebrate this moment with her. Yeah. But then a guy comes in and, like, basically takes Joan away, and Tony's just there left yeah. by herself. And she never addressed it. Mm-hmm. She never said, well, I really just wanted to have girl time tonight. Or... Yeah. The next day even or the weeks to come is like, I really didn't like how, insert whatever, mm-hmm. like how that made me feel. Like, I thought we mm-hmm. were going to ce- sell I was really looking forward to mm-hmm. celebrating you and having this night together. Mm-hmm. And you just left me. Mm-hmm. And so much of that happens
2: throughout this, the series. Right. It's like mm-hmm. those little things. That they don't that. address. They just forgive each other. Like I can't remember in the very beginning, there was some argument they had and they didn't really talk about it. They were just like, oh, I miss you girl. You. Uh-huh. And like. I remember watching that scene I like, and I was just like, uh-uh. no ma'am, like I might miss you, uh-huh. I might miss what we had, but we're going to talk about what it was that yeah. even, why, like why we weren't talking to each other yeah. for the first four or five episodes of the season.
3: Because <laughs> even when Tony tried to sleep with, what was that boyfriend, her boyfriend, Joe's boyfriend's name at the time, anyways, tried to sleep or whatever, yeah. in a compromising position <laughs> on uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. she said, well, he didn't want me anyway, and then left. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mm-hmm. change what you did no, because yeah. my man was loyal to me. Like, <laughs> what if he wasn't? Mm-hmm. Right. You would have slept with him tonight. Mm-hmm. Cause
1: You still have loyalty to me to as me. your best friend. Yeah. 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 There's just so much wrong with that friendship. Yeah. But it so, just so much. deals with, like, insecurities. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all it really is, just insecurities. Because, like, because I wasn't able to hold this space for you, it's because I'm having an insecurity because I can't, I can't be there for you right
2: now. Mm-hmm. And know. also being comfortable enough to just, again, like we were saying earlier, just be like, I don't have the capacity to be here for you in that way right now. Like, now, are there some times when, like, you should push through or you have to push through? Absolutely.
0: And I think on that note, too, it also is a lot easier to be able to have those conversations with people you know that are on that same wavelength and, like, mindset. Trying to have an open conversation in which you're, like, expressing those deep needs with someone who may not be on that same page is very difficult, whether it's a friendship, relationship, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And so I think that that's something we can also acknowledge. Like It's easier for us to have those conversations because we understand the value of being able to have effective communication and we understand the value of holding space for each other. Mm -hmm. But if you have a friendship and you have friends that have been friends for their whole life, like, it really takes practice, and it takes time to get to the space to where you're comfortable enough with yourself, Mm -hmm. and you're okay with being honest with yourself about your own stuff first before you actually do that with someone else, so I think that's one thing that I think, you know, is a struggle as we become adults, as we are adults, (laughs) (laughs) and I learning to navigate these various relationships, but... It's interesting i do have a thought or a question and i wonder if there are aspects within the show girlfriends that this exists but just like as we think about effective friendships and meaningful friendships what components or elements do you think need to exist for that to happen for you to have like whatever a good friendship looks like like what is a good friendship what is a good friend and you know how do you get to that place? That's
3: a
2: good question. Mm-hmm. Whitney,
1: Aisha? Um, The first thing that popped in my head when you started talking was honestly grace. Mm-hmm. It's just grace. And, like, being able to accept people for where they are in their life and who they are mm-hmm. in their life. Because at the same time, it's like, you know, you chose this friendship. Mm-hmm. It gets to a point where you choose a friendship. Mm-hmm so that actively That's actively because you could choose to be in a friendship for you know convenience mm-hmm. or you could choose to like hey this adds value to my life and right. who i am and right. who i'm going to be so honestly grace because we're not perfect and also um, honesty yeah honesty like i need you to be completely honest with me because iron sharpen iron mm-hmm. like i need you to like with these candles that I'm making, yeah. I have Aisha like, test, like, all my candles. <laughs> and she tells me, like, okay, girl, <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I think you need it a little bit more of this. And, like, I take it, like, and I know it's all out of love. Right. But just being able to accept her criticism and, mm-hmm. but, like, she does it with love as well. Mm-hmm. Like, she just ain't telling her, like, girl, no. You know, like, she's doing it with love and compassion. So, mm-hmm. I think those are some elements for me. You know, that yeah. I need in a friendship so I could be my full self and show up as my full self. Mm. That is good.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is really good.
1: Yeah. Cool. Really cool. And I
0: think the piece that you said about choosing, because, mm-hmm. baby, mm-hmm. a lot of times with a lot of friends that we've had over the years, it just happened. Mm-hmm. 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 We were in this choir together mm-hmm. <laughs> we played in the same sandbox like whatever it is but we are at this place where it's like no you have to make a decision each and every day mm-hmm. to choose to be a part of the relationships that you are a part of yep.
1: and that's good and bad yeah that's like you to be in this great you know friendship that waters you but you can also choose your own hell too like Shh. You can choose Draw your own hell and just.
2: Whitney is giving the people the real. <laughs> Understand that. You can choose your happiness or your hell, people. Wow.
1: You get to choose it. You have this life. So, I mean, whatever you want it to be, you have that right to make it whatever you want. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, wow, Thanks, Whitney. Jeez. Thank you. Killing it. You should. Sure? Sure? Just, I'm just going to sign off at this
3: point because <laughs> Whitney has cleaned it up for me. Um, a lot of things cross my mind. thing that keeps coming back for me, and I think about it in the terms of any relationship, mm-hmm. um, is just unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, just thinking about the things that we have gone through, are going through, will go through, the things that are challenging us right now, um, the things that we don't always agree with about each other. Sometimes, yep. I think we've always loved each other unconditionally, yeah. and loved each other for who we are, and like what we like our best version right so if I'm having a really off period of time and I'm being mean or kind of rude or spicy they are looking at me like I'm crazy right now um, it's still it's still love right, right. Yeah. if Ty's taking up space with her attitude <laughs> uh that's, that's a phrase from another dear friend of us and I my have, sister I have no words she takes up space I take him it's all, it's, it's all love, right? Yeah. It's all love. I don't hear from Whitney for a while. It's love. Mm-hmm. We're going to check in and go have dinner in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just love. Same for Sabria. Like, I would say of the four, me and Ty, I would say I talk to Ty the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But mm-hmm. I, But we. it's all love, regardless. Yeah. And I think there will be times in our lifetime where we are mad at each other yeah, and like truly mad. We have been mad or upset with each other and we, we come back from that mm-hmm. and we, we make that choice. We make that active choice to say, I love you and mm-hmm. we're going to get through this together. Like regardless of how I feel about it personally. Cause a lot of the times I think what goes wrong in friendships, you think it's about you. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. <sighs> Absolutely nothing, nothing to do with nothing. you. Like, we are in all in this space of doing the work and a lot of us are in therapy or have been in therapy or want to be in therapy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm in two types of therapy, you know, like, <laughs> individual and couples, Lord Jesus, help us. Um, but we, we give each other, each other that space to learn and grow and recognize things about the other, the other person, the other people in this friend group, even if we recognize it a long time ago, Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's a beautiful moment mm-hmm. when we can come to each other and say, I realized that this has shown up in our friendship or in my life this whole time. Yeah. And I didn't recognize where that came from. Mm, yeah. And you're like, girl, we always knew you was crazy, but we loved you anyway. You know, like, <laughs> and that's fine. I remember, I remember when we had wine was that a month ago, okay. two months yeah. ago, and we got on, we got on some topics and I remember, vividly remember Sabria asked me, why do you do that? It was about a, something related to my, my relationship, like my, my, my romantic relationship. And, the fact that we're able to just ask those questions of the mm-hmm, other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like just love through that and mm-hmm. just know that it's coming from love. The fact that I can tell Whitney, girl, you should have put a second week in the family. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's just such a beautiful, yeah. a beautiful space because I recognize that everybody doesn't have that. Yeah. I, I don't have that with all of the women in my life. Yeah. Right? I don't feel as free. I mean, yeah. even the simplicity of y'all have been here for three days now and, I don't feel like I have to entertain y'all. Like, yeah. we can just be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we be downstairs. We get our own snake. We want our own food. Like, you know, it is. shit. It is. We're
3: just here. And we're just enjoying each other's company. And I think in some friendships, it just feels forced. It's like, if you're it not does. doing something, if you're not going out, if you're not flexing for the ground. Yes. It's it's not there, yes. but what with us? I mean, we don't look ugly the whole weekend. I mean, <laughs> it's okay. Y'all saw me try five different hairstyles. <laughs> so, so just unconditional love, and I think I'm also in a, a, a certain space in, from a romantic relationship perspective of like identifying what my needs are, just in every element mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I that's that's something that's consistent. It's like mm-hmm. I need you to love me through it, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we gotta eat
3: and drink together yeah <laughs> to appreciate good food we and gotta wine, appreciate right? good food and good wine you know but yeah
0: y'all are really coming with the gems yeah like the gems and i think there are a lot of relationships friendships and things that we like can add these gems of life too. <laughs> it's all a learning experience and a learning process. And something you said about just not taking things personally, I would say is that like one of the most important things when it comes to friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to have expectations around who your friends are and how they're supposed to show up for you. It's so easy to get caught up in that. And it's so easy to take things personally when things that you wanted to happen didn't happen in that way. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about the four agreements, which I feel like we talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's Mm -hmm. just like, that is also so important to keep in mind. And like, I may be upset because so-and-so didn't do something for me, but they could have Mm -hmm. hell. Yeah. (laughs) Happening in their life, and I have no idea. And so, so I have a question
3: Mm -hmm. something I wanted to talk about. So, tying it back to girlfriends, but just anything. Mm -hmm. How do you handle a girlfriend, a friend, a boyfriend, whatever, when they're doing something that you don't agree with? Is it, do y'all feel like it is your place to have an opinion, to get upset about it? Or is it just you support them through it, even if it's wrong? So, I'm thinking about, and tying it back to girlfriends. Okay. Let's talk about Maya cheating on her
2: husband. All of them knew. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all had different. It got so bad. They even, like, (laughs) the dude bought Maya a watch for Christmas. I remember. And Darnell had, she had been saying that she wanted a watch. So, Darnell asked Joan, um, oh, what kind of watch should I get? Should I get her? And Joe, So Maya already
0: knew that Maya was cheating. Yes. yes.
2: And so Joan is like, "Oh, you should like look here for these watches." And then Maya comes to Joan and is like, "Oh, look at what Stan got me." When Darnell sh- sees the watch, Maya is like, "Oh, Joan got me the watch." So and now Darnell he's like, is mad at Joan. Why would you get John this watch, Joan? When yes. I came to you. So the lie got so bad that they bought <laughs> Jabari. No, they bought Darnell a computer. To start his business because they were like, oh, you know, Maya, what was the lie? Something about, like, Maya. She, scrap- she won some money or something. She won some money, bought her computer, and, the and then bought herself a watch with the TV leftover money or something, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so they showed up on Christmas morning, like, bearing gifts, like, Darnell, Like, so it got so bad that they were actually covering for mm-hmm. her lie. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. You want to go first?
1: I can okay. so here's the thing all the things that we just said about what we need in a friendship right mm-hmm. grace all that I'm gonna still give that to you yeah. because girl I don't know what you got going on <laughs> you that's a, like you have a relationship with your man or a significant other that's not meshing well because clearly you stepping out but I'm not in that relationship mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay out of that relationship mm-hmm. but I need you to keep me out of that relationship <laughs> as well because I'm not going to cover for you. Yeah. I can know, you could tell me, but at the same time, I'm not in it. Yeah. I could be that supportive friend for you, mm-hmm. but at the same time, my allegiance is to you, but at the same time, I'm not going to be covering for you and lying. If it comes down to it. That's, that that comes into my character. Yeah. You yeah. can't play me. Like you can't <laughs> You're not going to play my character like that because yeah. I'm your friend because I am this person and mm-hmm. my character. So, you have to respect me enough to be like, hey. Yeah, that because you exactly. have to that's a big bullshit. thing. Because you yeah. don't do your dirt, but at the yeah. same
0: time. I think that a big thing, a, a huge component of having like a thriving, successful friendship is the presence of accountability.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's true. we don't really have a great relationship if I can't hold you accountable for things. And you can't hold me accountable for things. Mm-hmm. If there's not space for accountability, like, it's kind of really not like a real <laughs> friendship mm-hmm. or relationship to me. And so I feel like in order to be this good friend, I can hold a- you accountable for your actions and also not judge you for them. Mm-hmm. And also still allow you to make whatever decisions you want to make. Yeah. But I can still be like, sis, you are wrong. Yeah. Now do what you want to do, but you know where I stand on this. I love you. I'll help you. Whatever it is, but like... And I think that's with anything. What?
2: So I think for me, I don't think it's my job to be mad at you. I ain't gonna be mad at you about any of it. Yeah. But like you said, I'm gonna tell you like how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna... Because this is just the type of friend I am. I'm just like, here's what's <laughs> on the table. Here's what you're doing. Yes. Here... You wouldn't want this done to you here. Like here are these things. But at the end of the day, you are your own person mm-hmm. and you have to deal with whatever the consequences of what, however that shakes down. Mm-hmm. That is you. And as much because I also feel like sometimes as friends, we can feel like our friends are us and like, oh, like, girl, don't do this because then it's going gonna, it's gonna to harm me or it's going to make Baby. me feel this way. And essentially, it doesn't. You're your own person at the end of the day. So I can have my opinion. Mm -hmm. I can share my opinion. I can even tell you straight to your face, girl, I don't want you to do it. I don't think you should do it. But at the end of the day, you're going to make your own decisions. And I'm still going to be your friend. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And I would just say this. (laughs) Thank God for great friends because I know that I have done some things. (laughs) And involved myself with some people. And in the moment, I knew it wasn't right. (laughs) And I had my friends here say, Sabrina, it's not right. It's not the best thing for you. But I love you anyway. And do it if you want to. And so I feel like you also, like, you have to allow your friends the chance and the opportunity to make their own mistakes, to have their own experiences, and just be there with them through
2: it. But also, and I also feel like you as the friend who are asking like whether you're wrong or not have <laughs> you, to also like realize that it's not your friend's responsibility to keep you intact. In like not, they can hold you accountable. It's not. You can provide space to hold somebody accountable, but you can't make them take responsibility right. for whatever it is. So like you as the friend when you're asking these things, kind of got to be real, like, you know, well, my friends can't technically tell me what to do because I'm the only mm-hmm. person who knows the ins and outs of whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. Everything they said, the only thing they know is what I've told them. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And you could just be telling them. Whatever.
1: whatever. <laughs> so. That's a good one, Nisha. What you think? What, what you, you got to say? you
0: teaming <laughs> over here with something.
1: I
3: agree with y'all completely. I think what I'm struggling with is if so, like, if this is, in theory, one of y'all come to me with maybe something you've done wrong, mm-hmm. whether it be you cheated on somebody or you committed a crime. Committed um, <laughs> a crime. Yeah. In that moment, I'm going to tell you you're wrong, right? Like, I'm going to be like, give it to you straight. Like, girl, no. Mm-hmm. But I'm more so thinking my mind is going to a place. <laughs> <laughs> if you came to me crying mm-hmm. or be like, upset and you needed help fixing something, hmm. Mm, I think I would help you fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely like, would. So, but like not in the way of like what y'all saying though. Okay. Like I think you I would. Hide com- the I think body. I would hide the body. <laughs>
0: you know, like I used to. I think I would hide the body
3: one time, but I'm gonna let body. you have
0: it for making me do that. Yeah, you owe me.
3: Yeah, I'll hide this body,
0: but you owe me for the rest of your Yeah, night. yeah. Because
3: I I look at that situation of that watch thing. And I'll use Ty as an example because I feel like it would be me and Ty you know, <laughs> plotting. Right? Ty's not a cheater. She's a great woman. Wipe her face out. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> but if she came to me and was like, I messed up. We got to fix this, mm-hmm. I would I would help her fix it. Yeah. Even if I felt like she'd been wrong for a year. Yeah. I would help her fix it. And so that's why I asked y'all that question.
2: Like, see, now that's hard because I know. You say, you say it like that, and I'm just like. But it's also because I go back to Whitney too, and I'm just like, I don't want to be a part of that Like, and I don't
3: either. I'm saying like, take it from like not just casual conversation. You, I show up on your doorstep at 10 p.m. and I'm like, girl, I, I hit, I hit somebody
1: with a car. Okay, okay. Oh, you're (laughs) going to jail. Turn you <laughs> in, but I will allow
0: what is going, going your to house? happen happen. Are you gonna let me say your house? You just stay in my house, but the next day we getting up and you gonna have to deal with that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <But> that's what <laughs> I think about. It. and it's so
0: easy for like
3: I can say in theory, but, yeah. I, but I know my heart of heart, I'm a fixer, y'all. Like I like solving you problems.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's gonna just my conscience I'm not gonna suffocate me. My conscience
2: already be feeling bad about crazy shit. Ooh, and so I just be like It feels
0: bad about things that have nothing to do with me. Like yeah. my conscience should honestly not be affected by the actions of someone else. But I'm like, oh here, like <laughs> man, if they don't figure this out, like we they gonna be stressed and I'm gonna be stressed because they stress.
3: Now I will say, like in the moment, like I would have been very uncomfortable. I think it worked for them because they weren't friends with Darnell, yeah, right? Like they didn't have their see loyalty him, was not. But if I had to see y'all significant others and I knew you was doing wrong, oh, I would be so nervous. First of all, my
2: face showed also. Don't have <laughs> don't me in, have room. Me and, in and the room. Don't have me in the room. So here's also the thing: <laughs> don't have me in the room while you lying. You know what I mean? Just don't say nothing. Like, right. we just looking like that That meme. Yes. <laughs> like, just don't say nothing. Because if it's anything, I hate to know somebody is, like, to hear somebody lying when I know they lying. Yes. Because you can't. Because I just be like. Why are you lying? Why would you ever do this? I be like, I can't even. It's and don't. Funny. Just don't do that with me. I because. Think it's, my face gonna show it off. I think liars don't forget that you know the truth. So, like, when they're lying, <laughs> they forgot who they, lie. forgot who they
3: lied to. <laughs> so, they're like, I'm not gonna get caught in this situation. She like, you know what I'm talking
2: about. I'm like, My brother is a great amazing. example of that. <laughs> Paul, I love you, but you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a question I have for y'all. How do you remain a good friend even in the midst of, like, your own, your own shit? Mm-hmm. And, like... You know, and I, mm. so the part in which I'm referring to because Tracy Ellis Ross played her ass off in this scene. Mm. Um, we knew, the audience knew from the beginning that when Tony was getting married, mm-hmm. that Joan was jealous. Mm. But Joan still showed up for her friend. Mm-hmm. She still, you know, planned for her friend because she, you know, she wanted to. But there is a part where Joan had broken up with Ellis mm. um, awesome. because. He wouldn't propose. He wouldn't propose to her. Mm. He wouldn't, or it wasn't going somewhere. Yeah. So she broke up with it him. On her Timeline. It wasn't on her timeline, and so he came over to get his stuff in the middle of Tony's engagement party. That Joan told was him thrown. to come during that time. Yes. She and so attention to her. basically yes. And so Jesus. Ellis like calls her out on it, and he's like. He was like, you're not dealing with the real issue, the fact that you are jealous that your best friend is getting married. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm happy for my friend. And he's like, well, why did you have me come over to pick up my stuff in the middle of your friend's engagement party that you were hosting for her? And she's like, I'm happy for my friend. I'm happy for my friend. And she re- repeats that until mm-hmm. she starts balling because she is now having to face the realization that Mm -hmm. she is jealous of her friend Mm -hmm. but i also think like that space can be both right Mm -hmm. like you can you can be happy for your friend but also hurt that it's not happening for you Mm -hmm. so like just thinking about how many times that can happen in our friendships like the ups and downs of like you know Oh, I have a really good job. My friend doesn't have a really good job Mm -hmm. right now. My friend is struggling right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm getting married. My friend isn't getting married right now. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not getting married right now or whatever. So, like, what ways do you go about still being able to be a a great friend in the midst of, like, your own troubles, your own Shit. shit?
0: I feel like the first thing is allowing yourself grace to feel all of those emotions because I think a lot of times we just try to breeze past the things that may not be like socially acceptable or good in our eyes. And we don't allow ourselves to just feel however you need to feel in that moment. Because it can be difficult when you have friends all around you getting certain jobs, moving yeah. certain places, you know, doing the things that they always talked about, that y'all always talked about. It can be hard to watch that happen, especially when you feel like, You've been doing the work and you've been doing the things that you need to do to get whatever it is. So I think we need to like allow ourselves the space to just say I'm sad Mm -hmm. or I am kind of jealous or I am just feeling kind of hurt or empty or whatever it is in the moment and then say, "Okay, so what do I need to do? What can I do for myself in this moment to still feel whole? because it's not about the other person it never is yeah we can say oh we're jealous of them but it's really no i'm disappointed with where i am in life right Mm -hmm. or it's you know whatever whatever you want to say so i would definitely say that's the first thing and probably the hardest part yeah allowing yourself to just be like it's actually okay if i'm not happy right now right
2: which is why I love that scene so much because it finally showed Joan being vulnerable enough to just mm-hmm. be like, you know, damn, like I do feel this way, and I help, I have felt this way for a long time. I mm-hmm. also think it helped because Tony would always be like, really "Girl, you just jealous. jealous of me, yeah. like, girl, you just because she yeah. needed that, yeah." Tony needed to that for her own. They were real yeah, and not being able to communicate yeah. what it is that either one of them were feeling or hold yeah. space yeah. for what the other person was feeling.
3: I I think part of it agreeing with you, Sabria as well is. I think there's also a space to make sure that your friend knows about it too. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. in that sense, I think Joan should have told Tony. You know, I am so happy for you, but this That's is really, really hard bad. for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm ha- that doesn't take away from me being happy for you, right? Mm-hmm. But I just want you to know that. So maybe that would have helped her not be so you're just jealous of me, and mm-hmm. I'm getting married. Here's my ring, and da 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 da, like whatever. I hate to say it, as harsh as this is, but I think in spaces like that, there's just a time period where you might just have to. Put it in a place, yeah, yeah, so that you can celebrate your friends Yeah, because yeah. if y'all are friends or whoever's friends, the way that you say you are, right, this is a celebration for the both of you. Right. So if y'all get that bomb job, guess what? We all got we that all bomb got job. that bomb job. Yeah. When he's making these candles, guess what? Yeah. I have to buy a candle from TJ Maxx again. <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? And like yeah. we can be happy for that in the midst of that. And I'll use myself as an example. I feel like I'm very much in a space where I'm trying to find my next step and my yeah. purpose in life. And I feel like the three of you are figuring that out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Right? But in the same token, I'm getting married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And But that comes with its own separate set of challenges too. Mm-hmm. And so my point in saying that is, it's not always green no. where you think it is. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I say that to any, any, any topic, job, marriage, whatever, kids, right? Like Jordan, and I'm very happy to be getting married, but we got our shit too. And like, mm-hmm. we're actively working through our shit too. And that's not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's really hard. And, we're, we're, we're just in a different place of making financial decisions and mm-hmm. we got family decisions on top of house decisions yeah. and like all of that. And so there there's space for all of it is my point in mm-hmm. saying that you can be very much so happy for your friend for whatever they've accomplished and very much reflect on what is going on with you. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that Joan didn't do until that scene was she almost like held Tony accountable for how she felt mm-hmm. 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 when it's like no just accept this you're mad that yeah. you're not like, getting married first mm-hmm. and that's okay because it was yeah. also a competition thing yes. between them yes like, yeah and that's okay I'm not saying that in an ugly way it's like I need to recognize I think when we can recognize where that stems from yeah then we yeah. can like then we can be supportive mm-hmm. but if we're like holding it against like oh, whatever so-and-so has this or so-and-so has that yeah We can't authentically be happy. We're just putting on face because that's what we're supposed to Mm -hmm. do.
2: But, which I think again, like just goes down to the breakdown, the breakdown of communication in their relationship. You know, earlier we talked about what do you need in a component. And for me, it's communication. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to know, like, how you feel about a situation. Because if I, if you blow up on me and you tell me later, I'm my first question is always going to be like, well, how come you didn't tell me? Even if you didn't tell me in the moment in which you were feeling it, but if this is months and months and months, years mm. and years and years down the road, yeah, and then you expect me to know that like I made you feel this way because I just did something again, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's very I'm very big on communication, and I think that shows the breakdown in their communication because Joan could have had that conversation with uh, Tony. But how would that have gone if she would have been like, you know, hey, I'm really happy for you right now. But, you know, I'm also feeling this way about me. Yeah. They didn't have a good communication right. system right. for that conversation to even go right. yeah. well. Yeah.
3: Another piece I think is recognizing just in life that everybody has their own time in. Like yeah. if your yes. situation has it, it's on its own timeline. I think yeah. when we're growing up and younger, we're like, okay, at 18, uh-huh. I'm going to do this. Girl. And at 22, I'm going to graduate. <laughs> My, like, one of my... It's so funny. One of my old, like, passwords was based on the age that I thought I would reach
1: success.
3: (laughs) I already know what it is. It's comical. Ty Mm -hmm. probably knows his password. It's comical. Mm -hmm. Because that age was 24. Mm -hmm. And I, I consider myself all right. Like, we're good over here, but baby, just... You have to recognize that everything comes in its own time it and does. it comes when you're ready for it. And it that also, for me, it comes about with my faith and trusting that those things are just going to happen when they're when they're supposed to happen for me. Yeah. Um, so I don't think you can do that until you recognize that first. Yeah, Recognize that everybody's not going to be married by 30. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not going to have kids by 35. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not going to have a house by whatever age. Mm-hmm. Everyone's not going to have their career by a certain age. Yeah. That has to come first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you can okay Mm -hmm. be okay with everything happening around you Mm -hmm. yeah because
1: honestly sometimes you have this timeline and it's not even really what you want right hello talk about it it is not even what you want it's (laughs)
2: it's what you thought
1: you wanted because of society's preconceived notions of what you should be Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you know i speak about this all of the time (laughs) i'm an engineer
0: yeah i
1: hate it (laughs) (laughs) i hate it so much and so, like, it's only because, like, okay, I went to this school for engineering. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing what I am supposed to do to provide for myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have to survive, but at the same time, not for the sake of our mental health, and not just like to put our happiness on the back burner. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, because you end up coming back like, okay, and I gotta start over. Starting always at square one. Yeah. At square one. Yeah, but it's better yeah. than being in a position where, okay this misery that I know is going to be here Mm -hmm. I'm okay without being there and just starting over
0: yeah yeah I'm just I'm just trying to take it all in
2: I'm just trying to take it all in
0: and reflect
2: and I think that's why I love watching this show over because it caused me to reflect like one how I show up in my own friendships yeah rewatching it or even this episode wasn't a way to like pick apart like horrible friendships no, but just a way to like really reflect exactly. on like how do we show up in our own friendships, you know, what do we feel like we do well mm-hmm. in our friendships and we y'all know we do this all the time. We've done right. it before. We played the skin deep game with each other. Yeah. Like, you know,
0: yeah. I think it 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 definitely is providing us a space to just be more intentional about our friendships and the relationships that we have. And really, like, challenge each other to be better friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if you're in a relationship, you have a partner, like, challenging your partner to be better, a better partner for you. Yeah. To be better at loving each other. Like, I think, I don't know, I'm just, like, very happy and very blessed, I feel like, to have, of course, y'all. And, like, my other friend groups and childhood friends as well. And also just kind of excited about where we are in life now because I find myself even in, like, with my guy friends or other friend groups, like, finding ways to challenge that. Like, mm-hmm. asking those quote-unquote tough questions and, like, really trying to understand who we all are now yeah. in life. So I don't know. It's fun. An
3: important piece <laughs> that you brought up, like, other friend groups is yeah. recognizing that you may have to be different
2: with Mm -hmm. different
3: friends because of those different needs Mm -hmm. right like so you may be a great person I may be a great friend to Ty, but a terrible friend to Whitney based on Mm -hmm. the the needs that they have (laughs) and so you can't show up in the same way for everybody like I think you know growing up there's always that rules like treat people how you want to be treated well that might not be how they want to be treated right and so we have to like rework that frame of thinking of doing everything Mm -hmm. the same way based on how you feel about something Mm -hmm. it's like no what do you need Mm -hmm. romantic relationships alike what do you need it doesn't matter if your ex-boyfriend like that (laughs) (laughs) the current one hates that so what are you going to do not saying change yourself but what are you going to do to make sure that person's needs are met right
2: Oof. this is just so good y'all this is good this is good. Okay. So now that we were talking about being intentional in these friend groups mm-hmm. what are some of your own intentions and this can be, we always leave this space open for you know your intentions about your personal life uh, professional life if y'all want to talk about intentions like within a friendship since that was the topic today, that's fine. It can be for today, tomorrow, next year the rest of your life <laughs> What's the What's up? <laughs> to be back.
3: I think what comes to mind for me um, Just looking ahead I won't even put a time stamp on it But this year has been very heavy As we all have talked about And for me personally I haven't really Given anything to anything mm-hmm. um, Just because I've just been so Drained and tired And uncertain And stressed and overwhelmed And all of the things <laughs> And so I think looking ahead is with this newfound weight lifted off of our shoulders.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Praise the
3: Lord. (laughs) And it's still not over, right? Like, but there's a newfound, we talked about it like together, it's just Mm -hmm. like we just feel lighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The heaviness is a little bit of it has been lifted. Yeah. And so I think that creates space to dedicate, to be more intentional in whatever. And so for me, like my intention is to be more intentional, not only in this friendship. But also personally, so that I can be a better yeah. friend, so that I can be a better lover, so that mm-hmm. I can be a better coworker and colleague, um, because I see myself being slipping into unhappiness, mm-hmm. and I very much have been there before. I'm not there. I keep saying I'm not unhappy. I'm just not happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. I got. I got. I got. I got I to get that and, and do something with that. Yeah. And so because I feel a little bit lighter, I think I can dedicate some time to really being intentional to not only do the work within myself, but so that I can dedicate work to those around, those surrounding me, because our life and our lifetime and this generation, I feel like so much is required of us. Yeah. You know? And we're only going to have so much time to get it done. Mm-hmm. And getting older, I'm also thinking about who's coming after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I, w- I want to get this space right, so that I can pour into those after mm-hmm. and around.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that was good. And I want to take a deep breath. <laughs> Everybody, breathe in and exhale. <sighs> <sighs> Winning? Um. Hmm.
1: I think just from hearing that question the first thing that came to my head was staying present mm-hmm. I have a I have a thing about drifting in mm-hmm. my friendship with y'all my relationship with my boyfriend like I drift and like it's not because you know I'm just in la la land mm-hmm. but it's just like it became a coping mechanism mm-hmm. for just like things i just can't comprehend in the moment mm-hmm. so like for me like it was just like a constant of just like okay i'm feeling this way why am i feeling this way mm-hmm. i don't have to you know dive deep down like oh like the root cause from childhood yeah like, i don't have to do all that but like i can just go like, okay i am feeling this way and you know this is why on the surface level and then we can attack it later i can or i can even communicate that to you guys or like Isaac, my boyfriend, or my sister, or Mm -hmm. my family, like, all those other relationships, I can communicate that. And honestly, it's really staying present and then communicating. Yeah. Because I can't just stay present in my head, because I'm still stuck in my head. Right. So until it's communicated, nothing is getting done. Yeah. So those two things for me is going to be, like, honestly, my intentions for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, you know it took what 26 years to develop that bad habit it's going to yeah. take another 26 to undo that hopefully not that long <laughs> but, <laughs> but like you know it's going to take some time so mm-hmm. like you know yeah that's kind of just where i am with my intentions mm-hmm. right
2: now. y'all really been coming y'all with I it. Mean. like oh jesus
1: Ooh, you're
0: it i'm next yeah hmm so i think mine is still on the challenging piece in terms of my friendships and i'm like actually really excited to continue implementing like new things that i've learned within the friendships that i have so i feel like i have like my group of college friends like outside of y'all outside of my line sisters who are like those are my dolls like we was going to the diner together, mm-hmm. staying up late together, mm-hmm. drinking when we shouldn't have been drinking, like, <laughs> doing all, all the
2: <laughs> We all doing got Doing all the
0: things, but now we're all in this place where adults and getting jobs, having kids, and so I really just want to continue to, like, pour into those relationships and pour into that friend group in the same way that I have been with, like, other friends. Um... And like, you know, I think about that with my childhood friends from back home and just like the ways in which we're like all growing and pursuing dreams that we've always had. And so, I don't know, for me, I'm really in this place of like, how can we create more depth and Mm -hmm. like really dive deeper into who we are and... Who we want to be and how we function, the things that make us happy for me. I'm just like living off of that, like, that just like really fills me up. So, that's kind of my intention to just like continue digging deeper and connecting on a more like intentional level. Mm-hmm. I'd say, yeah, <laughs> so,
2: so whenever you're ready. <laughs> So um, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling Sabrina one of the things that I admire about her is that she stays so very well connected with people. And this year, y'all, I have just not felt like yeah. staying connected, Yeah, felt like deeply connecting because I feel so like many overwhelming emotions myself about everything that's happening around Yeah, that I just... Like, I I can't, it's people that I know I need to call and catch up with, but Mm -hmm. I can't answer the question, like, how are you? Mm -hmm. How are you doing? What's been going on? Because Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what has been going on? Mm -hmm. So one of my my intentions is to, like, be better about staying connected to people um, and not necessarily forcing myself to do it, like, still giving myself the space to you know relax or whatever it is that i need to do for myself but i do still feel like because we are such people who like to be connected i do still like feel like or a yearning almost to reconnect with some people that i just haven't done so with this year because i'm looking up now and i'm like it's almost the end of 2020 and there are people that i have not talked to All all year yeah all year like people that I would at least talk to a few times a year there are people that I have not talked to all year Mm -hmm. so I think for me my intention is being better about staying connected with people that are outside of the the normal people that I stay connected with all the time
0: yeah oof I have so many other questions, but I'll
2: save them. We could go on I'll and on, because I know this is our jam. We will sit here and talk forever. AM, literally. Yes. We will sit here and talk about it all, because I had a few more questions, too, that I was thinking Me about. And I was like, okay, we can do well.
3: a part two. Let us know in the comments. If you yes. Like. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know, Let us know. Let Let know if you like this episode. The side chicks will come back <laughs> if you'll have us. <laughs>
2: All right, y'all. So, thank you, Whitney and Aisha, for stopping by. We are so lucky to have y'all as friends and so lucky to have y'all on the episode. We love y'all. We yeah. all are happy yeah. um, Anyway, y'all know, y'all know, we all got our shit. Me and Sabrina got our shit. Aisha and, and Whitney. Damn sure got our shit. <laughs> <laughs> The important thing is that you clean that shit up. So, this is the place for you to clean your shit up. We hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And we will talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.